into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford, the name you know, the brand you can trust for nearly 40 years in the industry. Go pay them a visit once we all thaw out in Mount Juliet. Go test drive one of their fantastic new or pre-owned vehicles. Drive one off the lot if you so choose. Or you can go through the entire car purchasing process online at tworiversford.com. With all the money that you're going to save on a great deal from Two Rivers Ford, you can go to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can plug in the promo code A to Z Sports, and you can begin betting on all manner of contests across sports. I'm making money because I'm fading the hell out of the local professional hockey team. The Preds stink, and they are making me rich as a result. You can do the same with promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel if you are in the market to do so. With the Gary Ashton team, the official real estate agent of the Titans, Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. And of course, Rimac Mechanical for your heating needs as we enter, you know, the end of the winter apocalypse. It's still going to be chilly. You must still make sure that your heat works. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs at brymac.com, B-R-Y-M-A-K. That's Brymac Mechanical. Okay, so what has happened with Carson Wentz and the Colts? Is A to Z replacing Periscope with any other new options? This is Times for Life. Yeah, Periscope's going to have a Twitter live, or Periscope's going away. Twitter is going to have a live feature, so let's not uh, worry too much about that. Preds suck for sure, lost 3-0 tonight. You related, uh, unrelated, says Dom, but they said Panda is on his way out of the town. There's, yeah, there's one guy that said that. Um, there's one guy that said that, and I just, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know, um, I, I don't know the veracity of the person re- reporting that. I've never heard of the person before. That's not to discredit him. I just, I, you know, some, several people sent that to me today, and you know, they haven't made a decision on Isaiah Wilson. So if he's right, he's right. I just, I can't confirm anything like that right now. Uh, Kyle Tucker from The Athletic says, I can't take these opinions seriously unless you record in a yellowed, sweaty T-shirt. Yes, uh, yellowed around the collar, a crusty one, perhaps. Good to see Kyle uh, there on Periscope. Ronnie Sneed says, I will believe it when I see it as far as Panda Wilson is concerned. But we're not here to talk about Panda Wilson. Let's not get distracted. We're here to talk about Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts. So Mike Garofolo. Uh, well, first, Adam Schefter broke the news, and then Mike Garofolo was able to add some context to it. Carson Wentz was traded today from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Indianapolis Colts. The question for you guys, because we're talking about what it means within the, the within the division, your two Rivers Ford take with Carson Wentz traded to the Colts, who becomes the favorite in the AFC South? Do you believe that it is still the Titans' place to repeat and defend their division title? Do you believe that this gives the Colts New life. The other two teams don't have much of a quarterback situation, so we can't say anything about the Texans or the Jaguars right now. But between the Colts and the Titans, does this tip the odds in any one team's favor? With Carson Wentz traded to the Colts, who is the favorite now in the AFC South? You guys let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Mike Garofolo will fill you in on the details momentarily right after I remind you about Nashville's 2020 Nashville's headquarters for the 2021 Ford Bronco. That's of course 
Two Rivers Ford. Non-commissioned sales staff, no pressure buying experience. They're not even going to put pressure on you if you're just out there to window shop. You can do whatever you like, and you can do it at your own pace. You can test drive one of their great vehicles. If you don't want to go out to Mount Julian, where the dealership is located off Belinda Parkway, you can schedule a test drive. They'll bring it to you. It's about the Amazon experience. Customer service, above all, at Two Rivers Ford. Go pay them a visit once we all defrost or do your car shopping or begin your car search online at tworiversford.com. Mike Garofolo of the NFL Network, the question that we're asking you is, what does this do to the balance of power in the AFC South? Mike Garofolo with the details on NFL Network earlier today. And we started to get the sense that the Eagles, despite not getting a formal trade request from Carson Wentz and his camp, and also not getting a threat from Wentz that, hey, if you don't trade me, I'm not showing up next year. Those are the two things that usually happen. They didn't need that because they had conversations with him in exit interviews uh, and before that in which they uh, understood that he wasn't happy, dating back to when they took Jalen Hurts last year. And I really do believe, and a lot of folks there believe, that the presence of Jalen Hurts was a big factor for Carson Wentz and why he did not play well. Because this is a guy that's known to put a lot of pressure on himself and to try to really bear down and just grit his teeth and fight his way through things. While seeing Jalen Hurts there probably made him work even harder, probably made him press even harder. And the results weren't there, combined with the fact that once again the Eagles suffered a rash of injuries. And there were issues with the coaching staff and communication and all these things. Well, take it to the offseason. Uh, Wentz pretty much making it clear that he wanted to restart. The Eagles seeing Jalen Hurts and what he did and the fact that he won a lot of guys over in that locker room and saying, well, you know, we would welcome Wentz back. I mean, that's what they told all the suitors that included the Colts and the Bears and even a few other teams that they talked to but really came down to just Indy because I think the Bears understood that you know, Wentz wasn't going to be happy going there and preferred to go to Indianapolis. Um, all, all those factors combined, it felt like Indy or bust the last couple of days and the Eagles wanting a first-round pick and then some on the return. They will get that first-round pick if Wentz plays 75% of the snaps this year or if he's 70% and the Colts make the playoffs. That second-round pick in 2022 will turn into a one. And by the way, that's another thing. Howie Roseman did tell teams – he was willing to look to future years for a first-round pick just as long as he got that one and then some. Uh, and in the end, it looks like he's going to wind up getting that. So that's Mike Garofalo of the NFL Network kind of laying out the details of the Carson Wentz trade. So Indy gave up a 2021 third and a 2022 conditional second that becomes a first, as Mike just said, if Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps this year or – if he plays 70% of the snaps and the Colts make the playoffs. Does this shift the balance of power at all for you guys? Let me know. Chanson Hurt says tighten up. I assume that means he thinks the Titans are going to repeat, as does Karen O'Keefe. Chris Frazier agrees. Lee Hobbs says the same. If we don't address the defense, says Josh Medina on Periscope, Wentz will carve us up. Don't forget we got carved up by Minshew. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I don't think that Gardner Minshew is a worse quarterback than Carson Wentz right now. At least the last version of Carson Wentz that we saw. I went and wrote about this for A-to-Z-SportsNashville.com. Earlier this afternoon, you can read the write-up that I did on the website after we conclude here. The thing about Carson Wentz is it's very Marcus Mariota-esque. 
Like he just seems like a broken quarterback right now. Consider this. These are the numbers from Carson Wentz in 2020 per pro football ref, pro football reference. Wentz in 2020, or excuse me, in 2017, had a 7.5 touchdown percentage against an interception rate of only 1.6%. That was the year that he was an MVP candidate. He blew out his ACL against the Rams. Nick Foles went on to win the Super Bowl. But Carson Wentz, he set a franchise record with 33 passing touchdowns, and Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator, right? So the marriage with the Colts makes a lot of sense. The only quarterbacks to have numbers like that, like Carson Wentz in 2017, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson. There's no question that the ceiling is there for Carson Wentz. But 2020 is a much, much different time. Or two th- yeah, 2020, the last season that we saw him, this man led the league in sacks taken. He led the league in interceptions. He led the league in bad decisions. He was atrocious. And it's not just because there was a lack of talent around him. Philadelphia was not a good football team this year. But Carson Wentz made them decidedly worse in a way that very, very much reminded me of post-injury Marcus Mariota with the Tennessee Titans. Scared of what he's seeing. Not certain of what he's seeing. Afraid to let it rip. Holding the ball. Taking sacks. Making bad decisions based on all of the things that are causing him angst while he's dropping back or while he's sitting in the pocket. Carson Wentz was a terrible, terrible quarterback last year. I think that Gardner Minshew, in fact, I know Gardner Minshew, was substantially better than Carson Wentz. He, as a former second overall pick and a you know $30 million a year player, was a healthy scratch in his last game on the Philadelphia Eagles roster. That's an insanity. This dude is a reclamation project. And as far as I'm concerned, he does precious little to assuage any issues that Colts fans, I've talked to, I know a lot of Colts fans. I'm from Indiana. A lot of my friends are kind of resigned to just, I mean, what else were we going to do as Colts fans? But when you look at this, I think there's a variety of different things that you could have done. Because Carson Wentz, at least the form of Carson Wentz that we saw last season, is not fixing the Indianapolis Colts. In fact, I don't think it's better than Phillip Rivers. And Phillip, I love him to death. I love his gifable face. I will love him as an internet person. Uh, thing until the end of time. But Phillip Rivers in 2020 was washed. The quarter, the Colts were held back by an inability to find consistent quarterback play despite having a really good offensive line, despite having one of the best, largely the best defense for most of the regular season in all of football. Carson Wentz is not going to make these problems better because the roster for the Colts, the left tackle retired. They still have needs at edge and at corner. They are not as good a team as they were last season. Carson Wentz does not help that. In fact, I think he decidedly makes them worse if we do not see a complete and total revamp of the kind of player that Carson Wentz is. And I just don't, you know, I've watched too much Marcus Mariota to think that's possible with a player that through just failures of his body and failures of coaching and everything that went wrong with Carson Wentz and on his, listen, Carson Wentz was a problem. In, in the locker room and for the coaching staff. He's a big reason why the Super Bowl squad for the Eagles that not three years ago had a, 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 a statue to Nick Foles and, and Doug, uh, Doug Peterson built outside of the Philadelphia Eagles stadium. Carson Wentz is a real big reason why that all broke up because he just wasn't happy and he went above the coaching staff's head to the owner 
after he got benched. He's a malcontent. He's a broken player. I don't understand how he fixes, or at least why people think he fixes, what ails the Indianapolis Colts. But perhaps you guys feel differently. Let me know, because I know that you know Titans fans are, are, are conditioned to fear the Indianapolis Colts. It's embedded in your culture as a fan base. Talk about it. Uh, let me know in the comments section. We'll talk about it together. I'll uh, we'll, we'll take more of your comments here in just a second, and then we'll play for you a Dan Orlovsky opinion that's going to singe your eyebrows. It was so hot. Right after I remind you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top downloaded sportsbook app. College basketball season, it's well underway. We're not quite to March Madness, although we're getting closer. But DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has a fantastic deal for new customers such as yourselves. You can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. If your team does so, makes one three, $100 to you. That's right. All it takes is for one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. It's a no-brainer bet. They have these things all the time in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So go download the app now. Use the promo code A to Z Sports to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. Promo code A to Z Sports for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code A to Z Sports. So who should be favored in the division now that Carson Wentz is there? It should absolutely be. Uh, it should absolutely be the Tennessee Titans, without question. By by no stretch of the imagination should the balance of power, at least uh, as a betting favorite, it should be the Tennessee Titans, the most important position that exists in all of pro sports, not in just pro football, not in just football in general. The quarterback for the Titans is the most settled position in the division right now. Everybody knows who the running back and the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans is going to be. Everybody knows how good that offense was, even if they lose some pieces, maybe a Corey Davis, maybe a Jonu Smith, who will see who else they, they lose and who they bring in. But they should still be the undisputed favorites to win this division next season. Perhaps you would feel differently. Wentz does not scare me. He is made of glass. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Easy. Uh, it's a uh, the, the stipulation that Philadelphia gets a first if Carson Wentz plays more than 75% of the snaps in the regular season is because Carson Wentz doesn't play more than 75% of the snaps. He has had four years heading into the 2020 season. Last year did not end with injury. It just ended with him being benched. But the four years prior, he had some kind of substantial injury, whether it be an ACL, whether it be fractures in his back. That's how his 2018 season ended. And Nick Foles was still able to get the Eagles to the playoffs. Ronnie Sneed says a lot of y'all are sleeping on the fact that Wentz is now playing for a coach who he had his best season playing ball before the injury three years ago. Ronnie, nobody is discounting that. What everybody, at least from my perspective, I don't know how I can't speak for everybody, right? Because you know, I love I love everybody on the internet, but a lot of people on the internet say dumb things. So, Ronnie, I'm not discounting that by any stretch of the imagination. We'll throw Ronnie's comment up for the people to see. But what I'm saying is 
The Eagles won the Super Bowl because Nick Foles had two outrageous games against the Minnesota Vikings and the and Tom Brady and the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. And they had the most dominant offensive line in the sport, and they had a defense that was platooning pass rushers in a way that every other defense in the league since then has been trying to replicate. The Eagles had it going on. Carson Wentz was good. I'm not taking that away from him. Carson Wentz was great, but he has had several major injuries since then, and everything indicates to me that this is irreparable. Irreparable. Like, he is a broken player. Now, you'll hear from Dan Orlovsky, whose opinion I very much value, talking about what he thinks will make the difference for the Indianapolis Colts as it relates to Carson Wentz, but I'm not discounting that Frank Reich was good with Carson Wentz. What I'm what I am discounting is the body of Carson Wentz is physically falling apart and it is making him a substantially worse player because he doesn't trust what's around him. Titans still until the Colts trade for Foles, says Mac Jennings. Uh, I don't know what that means, Mac. Uh, John Bertotti says, I think it's still the Titans. Tannehill is better. Oh, Titans still until the Colts trade for Foles. Okay, I understand what you're saying. My bad. I read that differently. Nothing changes. Still the Titans. He's not better than Phillip Rivers. I agree with that 100%. Uh, Rifleland says, Marcus Mariota is better than Wentz. Prove me wrong. I mean, I think they're very similar from the last time that we saw both of those two players like start as a starting quarterback. Marcus Mariota was very bad. Carson Wentz was very bad. Marcus Mariota in his final season as a starter, at least with the Titans, was better at his highs than Carson Wentz was. I won't deny you that, but I don't know. I don't know how much better or worse one is over the other. Um, I just think they're both bad players right now. Uh, Reich, Frank Reich says Nate Torres. Yes, I've just talked about that. Uh, the man is broken. Yes, sir, says Mir on Facebook. Uh, Frank Reich had the pre-broken version of Wentz. I know. I've just that's what I've been saying. Uh, Wentz possibly unsalvageable even for Reich. I absolutely agree with that. Also, screw Zach for not uh, for not acknowledging anything Marcus did for the Titans because he protected himself in Week 17, 2018. Mariota knows his body and had to make a decision from experts not to play. That means you know. Okay, argue with Zach about that. I don't. Yeah, Zach's this isn't Zach's not on the show. What are you what are you, what are you telling me for? Like I'm a, like I. I do care what Zach has to say. Zach has uh, a number of opinions that I agree and disagree with, but like, what am I going to do about what Zach has to say? Does Zach look like he's sitting here next to me? No. Talk to him in the morning about it. Out of here with that. Carson Wentz will show his true colors. If he ends up in a quarterback battle, he will shut down. Yeah, that's the last thing. Before we move on to Dan Orlovsky, like Carson Wentz absolutely sabotaged the Philadelphia Eagles locker room. He went to ownership over the coaching and essentially made ownership pick, hey, me or the coach, the coach that helped you win a Super Bowl. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson said, I don't got to deal with this shit anymore. Fire me. That's fine. Part. Let's part ways. I've had enough. This is a situation where Carson Wentz has, has some kind of ego about who Carson Wentz is right now. And, and maybe that's been enabled by Philadelphia. I think they made him worse just from what they allowed him to do in the and the, uh, the situation that they kind of created for themselves because they allowed Carson Wentz that power. Uh, so ultimately, I think there are many problems with Carson Wentz. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and, and none of them particularly helped put the Colts over the Titans as favorites in the AFC South. I'll read Josh Medina's question really quick before we move on. He wants to know about the rumor about Corey Davis buying a house in Nashville. It's not a rumor. I, I knew... 
Um, because I saw Justin Mello put that out today. I just, you know, I I know I know Corey Davis bought a house. I knew he, he was looking during the season. This this has nothing to do. Here's what I'll tell you. Because Mello put it out there like it was news when I mean, I guess it is, but it really doesn't have anything to do with whether he stays or goes. His wife's from Tennessee. They want to keep family ties in uh in the state of Tennessee, no matter where he ends up. And he wants this place to be a part of his family and his wife's family's life. It's uh, it's really got nothing to do with whether he stays or goes. He was shopping for a house during the season. I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't think it, uh, I mean, you know, maybe it's, it's a bad job out of me. I didn't think it worth uh, worth mentioning because it didn't mean anything to me, but maybe that should have been mentioned and then explained that it doesn't mean anything because I knew what was going on. So uh, that's, that's where we will leave it at that stories coming out. Don't sound good about Wentz. No, they're terrible. Um, Corey says business decision. Oh, talking about Corey Davis, Bookie Fresh says business decision. A lot of times, families stay here while player leaves. Yeah, Logan Ryan did it. Um, hell, I think he moved his whole family to South Florida while he played for New York last year. Anyway, let's move on and let's discuss what Dan Orlovsky had to say on uh, on the uh, uh, nobody buys a house if he's not trying to stay. Now, Billy, you're you're dead wrong. People, professional athletes buy multiple homes all the time. Like you, you're Billy, you're saying that from a, a place of complete and total ignorance. Billy, I've just explained to you what's happening. Do you, and, and, and listen, Billy, it's not to tell you, it's, I'm not going to sit in here and hit you over the head with I'm right and you're wrong because I have the microphone, but I'm right and you're wrong. It's not just because I have the microphone. It's because I know what's going on. So Billy, don't tell me nobody buys a house if he's not trying to stay. I'm sure he would like to stay. I'm sure it would be nice for him to stay. I don't think he wants to get up and move away for four or five or six months while his family stays here in Tennessee, but it's got zero to do whether he's staying or not. Come on. It's just, you know, be logical about this. Listen to what, listen to what the informed people are telling you. Otherwise, why even be here? It's cheap to stay in Tennessee. Real estate is good to have here in Tennessee. It's why I probably, I couldn't listen. I, when I, when I bought my house, I couldn't afford to buy my house, but I bought my house anyway because I knew it would be a fantastic investment. And then it paid off because now I very, very much can afford my house. And it's a huge asset for me to be able to have real estate in Middle Tennessee. Uh, let, let go and let God with the Corey Davis thing. Don't make too much out of what's going on. Uh, what are we talking about tonight? Says Matthew. What is this? Look at the graphic, Matthew. It's, it's, it's the Colts. It's Wentz. It's Dan Orlovsky. It's everything. Now let's move on to talk about what Dwayne Orlovsky had to say about Carson Wentz because he went on NFL Live, which I maintain is the best uh, in sports television right now. NFL Live with Mina Kimes, who's been on the 615 Sessions podcast. I think Orlovsky, actually, I don't know if Orlovsky's been on the podcast, but Marcus Spears, Laura Rutledge, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, when he's on there, they do a great job. I really, really like that revamp that they have of that show. But Dan Orlovsky went on NFL Live to say and, and said that Carson Wentz could be a top six or seven quarterback and can be eventually an NFL MVP. So the question for you guys in the comment section is fair or foul? Would you uh would you uh would you like to uh would you like to uh would you do you think that Carson Wentz is capable of being an MVP candidate? Again, you'll hear from Dan Olofsky here in just a second right after uh right after we uh tell you about the people that I bought my home from, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Primetime. They will hook you up just as they do all of your favorite sports teams and your favorite 
streaming sports show. GaryAshton.com is where you go. You can browse all of their great local listings. They have a bunch of great listings that they post almost daily on Instagram at Gary.Ashton. You can follow them there. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, they're just going to do the best for you because they're local. They strive to support the Middle Tennessee community and support Middle Tennesseans, not come in from out of state and try to poach the real estate market. Check them out at GaryAshton.com. Arbor Calvin says, no state tax sounds like a nice place to live, but he's buying a house. Don't mean nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Dan Buck being ass, didn't know what topic we were on, says Matthew. Well, listen, Matthew, I apologize for snapping at you. Uh, let, you know, let go and let God. Heck no, foul, says Karen O'Keefe. Asking you guys if you believe that Carson Wentz can be an MVP candidate again, as Dan Orlovsky is alleged. Before any more of you make your opinions known, I'll let you hear from Dan in his own words this uh, this afternoon on NFL Live. Dan, did Philly get enough for Wentz in your mind? No, absolutely not. I mean, we're talking about a guy that, when it's right, he's a top six or seven player in the NFL. You know, I think the, the reality for this move when it comes to the Colts is it places that I think there's four teams as we sit here today that are top of the AFC conference. Kansas City, obviously. Buffalo, obviously. Cleveland, and this puts Indy in that top four. Number two, I would put Carson Wentz into the MVP conversation. I believe in him and Indianapolis that much. And then three, I'd say this. This 2021 Colts team is going to look a heck of a lot like that 2017 Philadelphia Eagles team. You're talking about a top five offensive line and run game. That's what he had in Philly. Philly didn't have a star in 2017. They had like four or five really good pieces around them. That's what Indy has, top 10 defense. I believe in Carson Wentz. And I know everyone's talking about the mental aspect and all that. And we're going to get into that. But I think that this is a absolute home run for the Colts and something that the Eagles will absolutely regret two or three years from now. Mina Kimes face says it all. God love Mina. She's a national treasure. Uh, Ronnie Sneed do I, says, do I think the NFL live is better than NFL total access on NFL network? I do by a mile. It's the best show on sports television. Uh, that's actually about sports. Um, foul says EA on Facebook. Lewis Chesney says fair. Karen and Matthew, Nate, Jarrell all say hell no, some degree of hell no. My reaction, says Dan615 on Periscope, is exactly that of Mina. Uh, Paulie D says he was the year they win the Super Bowl, but of course he got hurt and didn't contribute in the big game. I believe a team change is just what the doctor ordered for Wentz, just like it happened with Tannehill. Paulie, it's possible. I, 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 I do not deny that uh, Carson Wentz has a tremendous amount of talent when things are right. But everything that I watch from Carson Wentz over the last two years specifically, his body is just breaking down. He doesn't trust what he's seeing. And once you start to go down that path as a quarterback, I mean, like Marcus Mariota, it's very, very hard to course correct. I think what Tannehill did was damn near miraculous. Um, You very rarely see, you know, it's easy to say, you know, change the scenery, the player do better. Not always. Very rarely do the players actually do better. When because there's a reason that the original team was willing to let them go, and there's plenty of places there have been plenty more players ruined because of bad situations that they've been in, um, than have succeeded. I don't deny that at all. I think there's far more quarterbacks that have failed because of things that failing around them than have been actually developed to be what they truly are capable of. I think Carson Wentz is a good example of that, but it's largely because of his body, and if his body's breaking down on him, there's not a lot to indicate that that's going to improve 
Maybe it can. We will have to see how it plays out. Mina is about to go nuts, says Johnny Lee. I know. I love Mina Kimes on television. She's great. Uh, Orlovsky ran out the back of the end zone. What does he even know, says Cooper Smith? You know he's been hearing that his entire life. Fair or foul? What Dan said about Carson Wentz, here's what I'll say. Because I, I, uh, I, respect, I respect Dan Orlovsky a lot. Um, and I respect Dan's football acumen. I learn a lot from Dan on NFL Live. I watch, I, even when I can't watch it live, I DVR it and I watch it on a regular basis. I think they do a great job. Uh, but on this, I just, I don't, I don't see what Dan sees. Like, I remember what it looked like when it was at that level, but that's been so long ago. I don't, I just don't know what the, what the justification of, that statement is other than, yeah, he was really good with Frank Reich. He can be good again with Frank Reich. It's not impossible by any stretch of the imagination. But Dan knows this. When your body starts to go and Carson Wentz, all the issues are a product of his body starting to fail him or having failed him over the last four seasons or at least over the last five seasons. This year, injury, not as big an issue. It was just, boy, it was all manner of issues that Carson Wentz has. But ultimately, when I look at it, I'm just reminded over and over. And we had, I remember when I when I used to have a radio show every uh, every Friday night, we had Dan on. And I remember asking Dan, you know, what, what can Marcus Mariota get right in Matt LaFleur's system? And Dan had a ton of praise about what Marcus could be in Matt LaFleur's system. And it just didn't work out that way. What, what, what Dan is saying is that, Carson Wentz could be when everything is right. And he's, he's saying could be because we all have seen the same Don, Dan, excuse me. Dan is seeing the same thing that we are all seeing with Carson Wentz when he's right. Of course he could be. Can he be again? I just don't think there's any indication right now that that is indeed going to be the case. I'm going to say foul about Dan Orlovsky's opinion, even as I respect Dan and his football acumen far more than I do my own. Eagles were decimated with injuries last season. Wentz playing with practice players. Yeah, but Wentz was still the worst among the practice players, Cosmo. Like, I just, it's not there for me. Um, but, you know, you're everybody's entitled to your opinion, especially Dan Orlovsky. Anyway, let's move on. This is a free site, the best thing that I saw on the internet this week. I don't know how many of you saw Dolly Parton's statement about the statue that they would like to erect for Dolly at the, Na- at the Tennessee State Capitol here in Nashville, but the quote question for you is this who if any uh deserves a who, which person if any person which Tennessean, if any Tennessean, deserves a statue more than dolly Parton? i don't know that one exists but we can talk about it together this is a free site who deserves a statue more than dolly parton let me know on facebook live periscope youtube and twitch tv from the DraftKings sportsbook studios before we get to the best thing that i saw on the internet this week let me tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your AAC needs. They will hook you up the same way they're taking care of me. That's Brymac.com. They will treat you right without all right, looks like we're starting to uh, the 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 weather that has bothered my uh, internet all day long is seeming to come back. So we're going to wrap things up. But at this point, uh, at this point, 
the situation with Dolly Parton is that Dolly Parton was offered a uh, offered a statue at the Tennessee summarily turned that statue down. She is a national treasure. She is certainly a treasure to the state of Tennessee for all the good charitable works Dolly has done. But this was a statement put by Dolly earlier today. I will read it for you uh, since it was okay, there was not a video put out, but it was indeed a uh, it was indeed a video, a visual statement. I'll read for you now. I want to thank the Tennessee legislature for their consideration of a bill to erect a statue of me on the Capitol grounds. I am honored and humbled by their intention, but I have asked the leaders of the state legislature to move the bill from any and all consideration. Given all that is going on in the world, I don't think putting me on a pedestal is appropriate at this time. I hope, though, that somewhere down the road, years from now, or perhaps after I'm gone, if you still feel I deserve it, then I'm certain I will stand proud in our great state capitol as a grateful Tennessean. In the meantime, I'll continue to try to do good work to make this great state proud. Sign Dolly with the butterfly at the end. Dolly Parton, a national treasure, a state treasure to be sure. And uh, unlike uh, unlike my internet connection because of snow twenty twenty one, you know, hugely reliable and always doing good work. That is not the case uh, for my internet tonight. On a Thursday, we appreciate all of your participation on the primetime show this week. We will be back with you Sunday night to talk SEC with the things and everywhere in between. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, make sure you listen to today's six and five sessions podcast on Davenport. Uh, we had we had Trey Wallace of Rocky Top Inside to talk about the Vols. So with that, enjoy your weekend. We will see you Sunday night. As always, fam. Peace and love. Bring it strong. The next time we see you, we'll be with better internet connection. Because my internet might be tired, but you know I'm not tired yet. No!